0: Hey podcast listeners, hope you're doing well and I hope you are winning contracts. Before we get into today's episode, I want to take a minute to share something with you that's working for our clients. Our Federal Access Knowledge Base is helping companies win contracts every single day. I regularly get emails from members thanking us and saying things like, hey, I just won a $2 million contract. Many of you have seen a video that Chris Dambach Shot for us at GovCon. Chris won two contracts totaling $30 million. One of our members, El, emailed me this morning and said, The turning point that opened my eyes was using Federal Access to establish a professional and systematic business development and RFP process. I've now won two contracts worth $480,000. Federal Access is helping a lot of companies win. It can help you too. So here's the deal. I have a special offer for you. Visit federal-access.com forward slash game changers today and get started for just $29. You're going to get access to a digital copy of the government sales manual, over 70 strategy videos, more than 30 webinars, 300 documents and templates, and one of my favorite pieces is SME support. So when you run into any issue, any challenge at all, you can email me directly for help. So go check out the special offer today at federal-access.com forward slash game changers. The link is in the description below the podcast. So go check that out today, federal-access.com forward slash game changers. So you can get started for just $29 today. Now let's hop into this episode. Welcome to Game Changers for Government Contractors. Game Changers is dedicated to helping you position for and win more government contracts. And now your hosts, Josh and Mike. Hey, everybody. Mike Lejeune here with Game Changers for Government Contractors. We have another fun episode today. We're going to be talking about some tax credits. You know, most of the time, people don't like talking about taxes, but I like talking about tax credits. So we've got Craig on here today. Craig, why don't you take a minute, tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do with your company.
1: Good morning, Michael, and uh, thanks for having me. Uh, My name is Craig Washburn, and I am the CEO and founder of VTC veteran tax credits and we are a company that helps both employers and veterans leverage the Department of Labor's veteran tax credit program. I'm a veteran myself and um, put this this platform together to be able to to help bring both sides to the same table and help them take advantage of a program that's been around for a long time.
0: Yeah, I I'm glad you actually touch on both sides of that and I know most of what we're going to talk today about is from the employer's side, but I do want to make sure We also touch on the employee side a little bit because I would assume, and maybe this is kind of where we can just kick off the conversation, I would assume a lot of companies don't know this program even exists. Am I right?
1: You know, you would be surprised. Um, in fact, I was surprised when I found out about it for the first time. There's so many companies um, and veterans that don't know about this program. I mean, it's a program that was um, implemented post-war, War II as a way to incentivize employers to help um, integrate our men and women that were overseas um, back into the civilian workforce. And for a program that's been around for seven plus decades, um, the lack of, of knowledge of this program is kind of startling. Um, there are, you know, the Department of Labor claims that they um, have about a little over a billion dollars of tax credits that are awarded each year. But when you dig into the numbers, um, literally, there's about approximately 64 billion dollars in tax credits that go unclaimed every year because people don't know about the program.
0: That, that's mind boggling. And and I would think, again, it, it's something that everybody, well, not everybody, a, a lot of companies I talk to are very pro-veteran. They really want to, to make an effort to hire veterans. And I think a large part of it is just, you know, doing something good for, for those people that group of people, you know, these are people that have served our country and it's just doing something good for them. And I think, you know, their heart's in the right place, but they can also get their, you know, their bank account in the right place too, with with some of this stuff. And you know, that's, that's a big deal. So why don't you tell me a little bit about the veterans tax program and, and, and how this, this tax credit works?
1: So the program itself, um, again, is designed to incentivize employers to hire both veterans and non-veteran target groups that have historically faced barriers to employment. Um, and when I say hiring tax incentive, um, it's really designed so that when you're you know, down to your final three candidates, that you're able to to evaluate one more piece of the puzzle. And that is, does one of my candidates come with a tax credit? And tax credits are extremely valuable because they are dollar for dollar against what your business owes the government in taxes. So it's true money back into your P&L that if you're hiring veterans today and you're not taking advantage of this program, you're walking away from PL every year, which is insane. No good business owner, no good CFO knowing that would would walk away from money and give the IRS more more than we already right, have to, right? right? Um, you know, the veteran target group is the one that started the program. Um, There are other target groups that have been added over the decades, and the name of the program has changed a few times because of the way that it's written into law. It it kind of goes through a sunset process, and then the next administration gets to put their name on the program and claim that they've done something good. Um, But it's, you know, it's only gone through about a three-month pause um, in the entire time the program has been around, and then that three-month pause was actually um, allowed to go back and retrospectively continue the program. So, for something that a program has been around for so long, again, it's just it's insane that there are very few businesses that use the program itself. But the the veteran tax credit is is the the largest. Tax credit um, as far as amounts for businesses, so you can get anywhere between twenty four hundred dollars up to ninety six hundred dollars, so almost ten grand for every veteran that you hire, and there are no caps on the number of credits you can claim in, in any given year. So if you hired, you know, a hundred veterans um, for your company in a year, and let's say they averaged, you know, five thousand dollars in tax credits, I mean, do the math. That's $500,000 of money back in your P&L. So extremely valuable to companies.
0: Yeah, I I can see where, you know, a, a lot of companies could take some serious advantage of this. You know, there there are companies that, you know, do hire a hundred people in a year. Now one question I have, because I don't know a lot of the details about this. One question I have is is there a restriction on this credit based on the size of my company? So it would make sense that small businesses would get the credit, but are large businesses able to get this credit as well?
1: Absolutely. There there is no size requirement. The only requirement it is that the veterans qualifies and there are some some factors that go into whether or not the veteran qualifies for a credit. But as far as business size or revenue amounts or anything like that, there are no restrictions on any business um, taking advantage of this program.
0: Awesome. Can you talk a little bit about what the requirements are for the veteran? Because I've done a little bit of research and it looks like uh, part of this has to do with their time out of the service, that sort of thing. So it wouldn't necessarily apply to somebody who's been out for 20 years and they're trying to get a new job. Um, can you tell us a little bit about those requirements?
1: Well, actually, it follows a veteran their entire working career. So there are different qualifications for those that are, or, or different categories for those that are transitioning out directly. Um, but the credit is based off of veteran unemployment. So um, the minimum requirement. Um, to qualify for a tax credit to the business that hires us is that we have had four weeks of unemployment within the past 12 months. So it's a rolling 12-month window, Um, but it does not have to be consecutive. So, you know, the way I look at it is this. Um, you know, if I get recruited away and I don't have any gap of employment, I'm not going to come with the credit, but the company is going to get a great veteran and they're going to get somebody who's been trained in leadership and all the other qualities that, that I would bring or my brothers and sisters would bring, um, by hiring veterans. But if I were to lose my job today, whether it was voluntarily or involuntarily, like I, got laid off because of the coronavirus or whatever, right? If I start the process today to get hired, taking care of my resume first and then getting on the web and applying for jobs and then getting interviews scheduled and then all of the things, the steps that happen after that point with a company, chances are it's going to be at least two to three months before my butt's in a new seat, right? So I'm going to meet that four-week requirement in most circumstances um, unless I get recruited away. And so, I mean, if you... Kind of multiply that out by the number of veterans that are in the workforce. You know, there's 14 million of us in the workforce today. And if you use an average annual attrition of 10%, um, I know some industries are higher than that and some are lower, but use 10%. That's 1.4 million veterans that are changing jobs. Every single year, that the vast majority of them are going to have a four week gap and mm. come with it, at least the minimum amount of $2,400. Now, the next cl- threshold is six months unemployment, and that's a $5,600 credit if I'm not service connected, disabled. But if I am, it's $9,600. Now, the caveat to all that is when we transition, businesses, the first business that hires us um, automatically gets the highest level calculation for our tax credit because they want, you know, that's the time that is the most challenging for um, servicemen and women as they leave is trying to find that first job, right? Because we've got to find a company that sees the value in what we were doing in the military versus, you know, how does that correlate to job postings and things of that nature? So they give a much larger incentive um, because they basically say for purposes of this program, your military time doesn't count as employment. So they calculate you at either the $5,600 or the $9,600 level.
0: That's pretty convenient. I I like that. I can see a lot of employers listening to this and saying, oh, this is nice. We have you know, 35 veterans on staff. We hired them last year. We know that a lot of them were unemployed. Can I retroactively claim this tax credit?
1: I wish that answer was yes, but unfortunately it's no. Because the program itself was designed to be a hiring tax incentive, meaning to incentivize you to hire somebody. But once you've hired them, it's not a I've hired them incentive, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so they they set it up so that it has to be done on the front side of the process. Um, of the hiring process and you have to have the paperwork completed no later than the day of job offer. Mm, So, okay. You know, what we teach our clients that use our platform is how to integrate it into the hiring process. You know, so if you're sourcing for an open position and let's say you've got 100 resumes that come through for that position and, you know, you've got a great recruiter in there that's working the ATS, the applicant tracking system, thumbing through resumes and you get it down to the top 20 that you're going to interview. That's when you integrate it. So during that process, we you know, we have ways to integrate into, you know, an applicant tracking system if the company has one, if not, it's a real seamless way to integrate it in through email, but you want to send the, the survey to all of your candidates at that point. So that they can complete the survey, they get their date stamped that they've done it before any job offer is made. And then now as a business, you have you're armed with an additional piece of information. So all 20 of those candidates come back to your dashboard and it will list which ones come with tax credits and how much. Now, obviously, you know, you want to be hiring for the right reasons. You want to be hiring based on qualifications and all the other things that you're looking for to fill that position. But when you get, you know, the idea is you get down to your final candidates and then you go back and say, okay, here are our final three. What are the pros and cons of each? And do any of them come with tax credits? And now you've got that that extra piece so that you can make a good business decision. You don't have to hire the one that comes with the tax credit. If you've got a better candidate, hire that one all things being equal, if one comes with money that you can put back in your P&L and help you find the next candidate for the next position, then why not take advantage of that? That's where the is comes into play. And that's the intent of the DOL program. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm glad you covered that that way because, uh, again, this is one of those instances where as a business owner, we tend to do things last minute or we tend to believe that we can do it later, if you will, where yeah. you know, there's so many times where somebody's on here and we're talking about an issue and the time to be prepared to take advantage of it is before you get into the situation. And so right. this is one of those where before you make an offer, right? Like it has to be before the offer is made that you're moving forward with the paperwork. Is that, is that what I'm understanding?
1: Yeah. So the, the, the language in the, the program itself is no later than the day of job offer.
0: And are there any restrictions on or, or does it change the amount of the credit based on like what the employee is going to be paid? So for example, if I'm hiring an executive who's going to make $100,000 a year, Will the tax credit be higher than someone that I hire on the front line, who I'm paying $15 an hour to do, you know, some general manufacturing labor type of work? Is there, or is there any difference based on that uh, that salary that I'm paying
1: now? So there is not a difference in the amount, which is a good thing, right? Because, you know, it's you're you tend to have less turnover in your high level positions than you do your frontline positions. So the amounts are are solely based on are they directly transitioning out of the service or have do they have um, unemployment of four weeks or more or six months or more? And that's it. But the way that the credits are calculated, when I talk about $2,400, $5,600, $9,600, those are the max credits that can be earned for that particular hiring, that particular veteran. And the way that those are calculated is based on a percentage of salary up to that cap with some work requirements. So the minimum work requirement is that they work for you for 120 hours, and then you would get 25% of their wages up to that. Cap for either any of those categories. Once they work for you for 400 hours, so the equivalent of 10 weeks at full time, you're now eligible for the max tax credit. And that's where those numbers come into play. So it's 40% of wages up to that cap. So the difference comes in how long does it take for you as a company to realize the full maximum credit based on wages? So if I've got somebody who's making $100,000 a year. And there, you know, we'll use the ninety-six hundred dollar tax credit as an example. So ninety-six hundred dollars is is forty percent of the first twenty-four thousand dollars in wages. So somebody who's making one hundred thousand dollars a year, you're going to pay them twenty-four thousand dollars in wages a lot faster than somebody who's making fifteen dollars an hour. So. The lower level wages are going to require a longer time working for you to to max out those wages to to realize that full credit. But you get a full year as a business to max out as much of the credit as you can. So it even applies to part time folks. So you could have somebody who's working twenty hours a week for you, you know, at fifteen dollars an hour. It might take you nine or ten months or all twelve months to to Mm -hmm. build up, you know, the largest amount of credit for that particular person. But you still get the credit.
0: well, I'm glad you explained that. Again, as business owners, we typically think, "Okay, here's the credit. I apply for this. I hired them. I did everything right. Uh, where's my? Oh, now I have to wait to get the credit here. You know, and and it's going to take some time." Another question I have around this is: Let's assume that. Uh, I've had these employees on for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden uh, all of a sudden something happens that no one could predict you know the coronavirus and I wind up having to lay these people off and they're laid off for six, eight weeks. I rehire them once, uh, you know, everything starts coming back. Can I get the tax credit again?
1: So I would say that if you have already applied for a tax credit for that person, you only get it once. So Mm -hmm. if somebody leaves and comes back, you don't get to apply for it again. Now, we're working um, uh, feverishly to try to to get... Some additional guidance on with this particular tragedy or (laughs) crisis or whatever you want to call it that we're in right now, um, if businesses would be able to go back if after somebody was laid off if they didn't get the credit the first time if they're going to be able to get it this next time we don't have the full guidance I know there's a lot of folks that that want to allow that um, but the official guidance hasn't come come out yet. So, you know, that's one of the things that we'll, will alert people through our website um, as soon as we get that guidance.
0: Yeah. I mean, that would make a lot of sense, actually, you know, if you were forced to lay them off or what, however you want to, to call the termination, I'm sure there's, there's probably uh, a specific version of that. So if you furloughed them versus laid them hey. off, you, you know, however, though it has to work out, you know, it'd be nice to know what that is. So you could do that properly in order to, um, you know, reclaim that credit, you know, that, that yep. would make sense because there, there's no guarantee that you're going to bring them back. You know, in, right. in a lot of these situations. So no, this has all been really interesting, but I- I'm also curious because I've, again, I've done a little bit of research on this. I'm curious what other tax credits are out there that are similar to this that you probably help businesses with every day.
1: Yeah, so the, the veteran tax credit is part of the larger work opportunity tax credit program. That's kind of the the current name for the program. Um, so there are other target groups and that are you know groups that historically, again, face barriers to employment Um, People on social security disability is one, Um, long-term unemployed is another, Uh, low-income families that may be receiving food stamps. Um, are is a credit um, the TANF program which is the temporary assistance for needy families program even ex-felons are now if they're within a their 1 year of of their conviction or release from prison come with a tax credit um you know obviously in the the world of government contracting we're probably not hiring a whole lot of ex-felons but um, you know some of your frontline workers in the manufacturing businesses and things like that you know there are certain industries that typically have lower wage levels that you know, may be on food stamps. And you'd never ask that in an interview, but if you're incorporating this um, paperwork into your hiring process, there's a good chance that you'll identify the other target groups. And that's one of the things that we teach our clients how to do and use our system to make sure that they're capturing those additional target groups that could be worth valuable dollars for their budgets.
0: I, I'm glad you brought that up because one of the questions I would have is, are there restrictions on being able to ask this stuff. So, like, I, I was telling you before we jumped on here today that my wife actually ha- employs several people that are on the SNAP program, and she mm-hmm. knows this because, you know, they have really good relationships, and they talk about everything that's going on. They're in a non-profit, and... Right. One of them said, hey, uh, one of them actually manages their books for the nonprofit and said, hey, I don't know if you know this, but you can actually get a tax credit because I'm on this program. Uh, but can how do we identify those people
1: within the rule? From a... Pure HR compliance perspective, you obviously are not going to ask that type of question in an interview. Um, That would be a a legal no-no that could get you in a lot of hot water. Um, But through this program and the, the the paperwork that goes along with this program, ask these questions, but it's done outside of the interview process. And there is, you know, there's law in the books that protects companies against giving them this paperwork to find out if they come with a tax credit. Because again, remember, this is a Department of Labor program that's designed to incentivize you to hire these target groups. So you can't get sued by, by having somebody complete the survey that asked those questions, but you wouldn't want to ask them verbally um, to a candidate during your interview process. Gotcha.
0: And so I mean, there's just a, a process that they would need to get educated on and follow right. in order to make sure you know, they don't get any hot water. So right. good stuff there. Um, so tell folks again, this is we talk about this all the time on the podcast. I I always want people to understand there are experts for different areas of your business. We talk about this, whether it is in accounting, we talk about it in the, the legal aspect, in the coaching space, people that are experts in their areas. What? sets your company apart from all the other companies that are doing this particular type of work
1: well the biggest thing that sets us apart is is our approach um so you know no especially you know in government contracting you're used to government paperwork but nobody likes to do it right so um that's one of the 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 headaches that we take on for our clients so that they don't have to figure out all of those calculations and you know when is when am i going to get the full credit for this person or am i sending the paperwork down in on time is the paperwork correct so that it doesn't get declined um, you know, we handle all that heavy lifting and become the IRS agent of record for your company um, so that it, we could process all the paperwork on your behalf. And then we wrap it all up for you at the end of the year and give you the IRS form that you need to give to your CPA to file. So you can say, hey, here's 50 grand that I don't have to pay this year because we've got some tax credits. And that's gonna be a fun conversation. Um, but the, the, the main thing that sets us apart is our approach. So we are also helping the veterans Leverage this program. You know, there are other companies that will do tax credit processing, but what we do on the veteran side is we help them leverage this program so that they can use it as a way to market themselves um, because they can get pre-certified for the tax credit during their job search. And we actually process the paperwork for them so that they can come to employers that don't know about this program and go, I come with a tax credit if you decide that I'm the right candidate for your you know for your company. And that helps with the knowledge issue that's out there around this program. Um, we're letting, you know, we're helping our veteran population take ownership of this program so that we can bring value, an additional value to the business community that hires us. And hopefully, you know, at the end of the day, what we're hoping is gonna happen is that a company's gonna get the tax credit for their first time after hiring a veteran and connect the dots. You know, hey, you know, I know I've hired veterans before, but and I got a great employee here. I got money back in my budget I wasn't expecting. Maybe we need to hire more veterans. And that helps affect the veteran unemployment rate. And that's kind of the, the, the why behind why I've done what I've done. Um, the other great thing about our program is because we're pre-registering or pre-certifying veterans, we have a database of veterans that have gone through the process that are in there looking for employers. So for our clients, they can tap into the as veterans um, when they're sourcing for open positions and these are folks that have you know, done the work so that they can have a tax credit for you if you hire them.
0: Uh, I love that. I, I think that is a great thing. And I do see most companies do one thing or the other. I, I really haven't heard of anybody out there that's working with veterans uh, on, on that side of it. And I think that's, you know, that's something I don't know what your advice is to them, but I can see, you know, putting that in a cover letter of, hey, I come with a, you know, five thousand ninety dollars whatever tax incentive for you to hire me as well. Uh, you know, that's that's a pretty uh, nice thing to to put in your cover letter there but also in your discussions with them uh, as you're going through interviews and different things like that but uh, but no really good stuff you know really really important stuff again I think business owners hear about a lot of these programs don't necessarily understand how to take advantage of them and I'm just always glad when we can bring a resource on here that can introduce them to stuff like this so any final thoughts you have for folks whether it's specifically about the veteran tax credits or any other tax credits that are out there
1: you know the biggest thing is that, you know, if you're hiring and you're not taking advantage of this program and don't have it integrated into your sourcing and hiring process that you're, you're walking away from money every year. Um, Because I, you know, just a quick story. I, I was out on the archery range of all places one day, and you know, I meet a guy next to me, we're out shooting arrows, and you, we do the obligatory, you know, hey, what do you do for a living? And I found out, you know, this guy just sold his business. Um, he uh, owned a, a string of auto mechanic shops, um, said 28 of them across about three states for 28 years, and then finally decided to sell. And then he asked me what I did, and I told him, and he, he, he got this really puzzled look on his face, and he says, You get tax credits for hiring veterans? I said, Yeah. And how long has this program been around? Well, since post World War II. And his face just it kept getting worse. And he finally goes, If you only knew how many veterans I hired over the years, I used to go to the bases and recruit them off the bases because they were great employees. I loved hiring veterans. And I asked him, I said, How much, you know, how many veterans do you think you hired over there over the years? And he said, Well over a thousand. I said, Well, let's just do the math. So let's say if you're because you're hiring transitioning vets, you're Gonna get the largest credit. So let's just use a thousand, and let's say that you you averaged about five grand tax credits per. But well, you know it's probably gonna be more um, because it's usually between fifty-six hundred and six hundred dollars. But let's just use math five thousand for math. That was five million dollars that you walked away from in your PL. and he went ghost white. And that's the thing is that it, this program's out there, and it's like a lot of other government programs that you know as business owners, we don't have the time to research. So if you're hearing this, now that you know about it, um, I would encourage you to to make sure that you integrate this into your process and con- continue to hire veterans. It helps you with your diversity requirements. And if you've heard of us in the past, you know what we bring to the table. So um, continue that effort and um, we greatly appreciate it because that's what our mission is, is to help my brothers and sisters get hired.
0: Awesome stuff, Craig. Well, I really appreciate everything you've talked about today. Thank you so much. And uh, welcome to come back and talk about any of these programs anytime.
1: I appreciate it, Michael. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to Game Changers for Government Contractors. For a full list of episodes and other resources, be sure and check us out on the web at www.rsmfederal.com slash gamechangers.